Hello and welcome to the Dear Sparrows podcast for this week. It is good to be back with you guys again. Uh, I'm Callie, your host, and I have to say, first off, my goodness, I am so humbled and grateful for just the feedback and the warm welcome back after a year. It was really cool and refreshing to see that people um, still care a year later. And it was really cool to actually get some of the responses back uh, just for being gone for so long and then coming back again and seeing how people were actually very um, sensitive and loving towards some of the reasons why I took some time off. So it's good to be back and I am excited to share with you guys today. So today I wanted to talk about a really neat word that God gave me here recently and it was um, how, uh, so I guess to explain a little bit with behind the scenes of it. So God has a very cool way of how he will communicate through with me. And, uh, every day or nearly every day I go and I take a prayer walk. And so it's exercise, but it's really just my time with the Lord. So I'll go, I used pre COVID, I used to do four miles. Sometimes we jog and run and that's not quite the case anymore, but we're getting back slowly, but surely. But, um, I will go and I will spend time with him. And a lot of times I don't really even go in with an expectation. I go with the only expectation is that I will get time with my father. And I don't, not typically, I'm not expecting a big answer on something. I'm not asking for some, uh, big revelation. I just really want time with him. And he is so gracious to, to give me that time with just him. And I just like to think of it that he and I are going on a walk in the garden. That's one of my favorite hymns is in the garden. I like the Johnny Cash version a lot, but just the idea of walking with him and spending time with him, not expecting to have any gifts given but just to, to hang out. And the other day he was talking to me and I was just praising him. And I was saying, Father, thank you so much for who you are and for the love that you pour over me. And thank you, Lord, that I just get to be your child because I am so grateful, you know, and it, I wanted to remind him, though he knows, I still wanted to remind him, Lord, you know, I don't come and sit with you. I don't come and have this time with you because I am looking for something. And though I appreciate the gifts and the benefits of being your child and the blessings that you give me, I'm not in this walk of following you just for the perks, just for the winks, just for the cool experiences. Like I'm here because I sincerely love you and you're my best friend. And you know, you can call me a Jesus freak and I am. Yeah, maybe I'm a stranger. My best friend was born in a manger. So that's a shout out for 90s kids. But, you know, it's it's true. And the imagery that the Lord was giving me back in metaphor, he primarily will speak to me in metaphor. It's either very direct or it's all metaphoric. And I, I appreciate knowing when something is specifically tailored and when something is direct it is literal it is without shadow of doubt this is it or usually the metaphorical is more in kind of a fairy tale type way but I but I love it still or it has something to do with nature Uh, and so he was speaking to me about how when you are a a child of the king your father is the king right and you were therefore royal So whether that is by birth or by adoption. Now we are children of God. 
chosen and adopted by him, redeemed, made holy and right. And so he was showing me the idea of a princess, right? I told you guys fairy tales always. So the idea of a princess and how she will come to her father and she will just spend time with him. And she's a princess, so she has this access granted to her just about any time she ever wants. And she's not there to say, give me half your lands, or can I have a pony, or anything else. It is truly that she is just going and she is sitting near the feet of her father just to be with him and to spend time with him. And what the Lord was showing me, and where I bring this up today to share with you all, and that kind of inner chamber of my heart, is because what God was showing me is how when we are children of the king, children of the king get favor. They get opportunity. They get the opportunity to do things that those who are living outside of the kingdom or outside of the, you know, palace don't don't have time. They don't get the opportunity to because they are not children of the king. And so looking at that and it's like any single one of us can choose to become a child of the king right we can seek after him we can accept jesus as our savior and choose to have that relationship with god and come into that relationship because it is open the kid there's no the it's not a shut gate it's a narrow gate it's a narrow walkway through but he has not shut it off to us he invites us in and says, the door's wide open, come on in. And so when you come into that and you come into that relationship, yeah, you get perks. You get these opportunities to have time with your ear to the king, right? And he is listening to you as well. You get opportunities to have revelation or insight that you would not have been granted or given otherwise by no means of the flesh, you have opportunity to receive favor of a, a dad who wants to take care of you. And so I thought about that and I thought, man, that's so cool to think about. But there's a flip side to it as well. And the flip side is, well, yes, but royals are expected to live in a different way. They don't necessarily get to live as normal people do, quote unquote. So I thought about the royals in England. And now I am not trying to draw upon conclusions saying that they are anywhere near doing things as, like England is not the kingdom of God and that's just all I'm going to say <laughs> I pray for them I pray that they come into knowing him more and cherishing Jesus as their savior because that's what I want to see um, but I'm not making a direct comparison with that I'm just using specifics to say okay let's talk about how they operate in royal tradition fashion and whatever else uh, in context, the kingdom of God. So think about how 20 years ago, whatever, when Wills and Harry were up and coming, they were young, it's year 2000, all the things. They were watched a lot more heavily than your regular Joe. And why was that? Well, because they represent England as a whole. So in the same way, as children of God, we are going to be viewed by the world in a different way because we represent the kingdom of God. And so that's going to require uh, a different way of life for us. Now, we are not perfect. We are sinners. We're fallen. We can be forgiven. But thinking about the idea of how we, we can no longer conform and live as the rest of the world does, 
because you think about it, you can't, Prince Harry has come to America and all this different stuff, but he can't just live like a regular commoner. It's, it's not in the cards for him. Literally because of the position that he was born into, he doesn't have that option to go be a regular Joe and work at Target and just have this life where he lives in an apartment and whatever else. So in the same way, when we make the choice to become children of God, we also are taking on, hey, we need to clean up our act and live in a different way. And this can be hard. You know, I, I love Micah 6, 8, where it says, what is required of you to walk humbly, love, and to follow the Lord your God with all of your heart. And I love that sentiment because it's like, yes, this is as simple as we can get. Live humbly, love justice, follow God, pursue him with all of us. And in the same way, you know, that can be expanded upon too. So it's like, how, how does living in a way that I'm pursuing Christ look different? Well, for one, we live in a way where we have to live what we should live in accordance with what the Holy Bible is saying. God's Bible is saying, do not hate. So we need to live in such a way. Do not murder. We need to live in such a way. Do not covet we need to live in such a way. And some of these are easy. Some of these are really easy. It's like, yeah, it's pretty easy not to go, you know, take a knife out of the drawer and go kill someone. But some of these are a lot harder. The coveting one, think about that. Think about the last time you went out or something and you saw someone and it was like that green-eyed monster was starting out in you and you wanted to be jealous. We're called, and now it's a struggle. It doesn't mean there's not going to be that struggle, but we are called not to cave into that struggle, not to allow it to consume us. Now, does God say that because he's mean and because he hates us and wants us to be all miserable? No. Each and every rule that he has in the Bible, each and every encouragement, each and every bit of that is because he knows better than we do. He knows how we're going to operate as human beings and he wants to save us pain and consequence. It's like I was talking about last week. Every action has a consequence. That consequence can be a good consequence and things can turn out for the better and you can be blessed from it or it can be a bad consequence and you have to pay for the places where you mess up in your life. And so thinking about that, we live in a different way because we are children of the king. And I think if we were to really live in a way where we lived by exactly what the word of God says, there would not be all of this issue that we see going on in our world right now. And I'm saying that as a whole, if every single person on the planet decided to live in a way that was honoring to God and in accordance with what the word of God is saying, our world would look drastically different. But it doesn't. But we can still be those difference makers. And so I think that's a cool challenge for us is to say, okay, God, I am your child. I am royal. So what does that require of me? What things do I have to do to live differently because I am a child of the king? And what does that look like on a daily basis? And most of the time, it's going to be something that you don't really want to do. Maybe it's coming out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's saying no to something that would appear, quote unquote, fun. Maybe it's just the fact that you're not going to go with the mainstream. And the truth of the matter is, when you reject the mainstream, people really don't like you. People will mock you, 
You're not going to be accepted. You're not going to be heralded or paraded about. But that it's like who matter, whose opinion matters more? God's or theirs? And the opinions of society change every other day. Like literally. It's insane how shifting tides things can be with that. But the word of God stands true. And if you want to be, I would rather be on the right side of the king of the universe than on the right side of whatever is going on that day for pop culture or society or whatever else. And I think that's a cool way to live. And so what the Lord was continuing to show me was just how, yes, there is that requirement and that asking that you live in a way that is higher, that is a higher standard that is not basic, not basic at all. But the reward, oh, the reward's so much greater. Because first and foremost, you get relationship with the king of the universe himself. I mean, think about that. The creator who literally hung the Big Dipper in the sky cares about talking to you today, cares about spending time with you today, would take time out and want to hear everything and not just the big things not just he's not an instagram god he's not just there for the highlight reel he's not he's there for god i got my feelings hurt because my friend is treating me a little bit different today is this cool think about that he cares about that he cares about that i had something like that happen the other week where i was overly tired overly sensitive feeling a little vulnerable I felt like someone's tone towards me was slightly different than it normally is. I took it to the Lord and I said, God, I feel kind of awkward about this. What should I do? And he said, just rest. It's all going to be okay. I trusted him with it. A few days later, everything changed. It turns out there was a surprise that they were holding for me and I didn't know. And I would have totally ruined the surprise. I totally would have messed with our friendship. I totally would have messed so many things up had I said something like, are we okay? Are we cool? because I checked in with God. And I thought about that and I thought, man, okay, wait a second. So as a child of the king, I have granted access to go talk to him about these behind the scene things. And he cares and he gives me that time and he spends that time with me. And so the reason I do a podcast on this and what I am aiming at an encouragement to you all is take a moment in consideration just the blessing that there is of being his child the blessing that there is and the access that there is now i have heard it from some that they start spending more time with god they can hear him more clearly almost immediately for others it's a built-up relationship thing for me personally it was spending so much time in the bible and coming to know him by his word and by the words he has spoken in the past and his examples of things he's done in the past. And that was the primary place of where he was teaching me more. Then I began to have more communion with him in other ways. And he began speaking to me in other ways. Because like Paul talks about, a baby starts off with milk. A baby can't eat a steak when it's just born. So as a baby Christian, the milk was where all I could handle. Now, you know what? I I don't know if we're at like full, like, well done steak, but I would say that we're like well past a hamburger, you know, and, and thinking about that and he trusts me with more and I can handle more and it's 
because we have that built relationship. If you meet somebody and you guys start a conversation, you're not likely, you're not going to go the next week and have them stay at your lake house for a week. Just you guys hanging out. You have to build upon that friendship, you know. And so in the same way as children of God, as we build that relationship with him and we build that trust and that security and we come to hear him and we come to know him and we come into ways of figuring out how to hear him more, we're just granted access to more of that. And I think that's so cool. So I share this today in today's podcast in the theme of these changing seasons and coming into the new is to encourage, hey, you've chosen to follow Christ. You've chosen to believe in the creator of the universe. You have come into that place. So you were therefore a royal child. So act like it. And I mean act like it in all ways. Live differently. Live in accordance with what the word of God says. Live knowing that most all the time there's going to be somebody of the world that doesn't like how you're living because the darkness doesn't like the light. But that doesn't mean you should stop being a light because your light can help shine and through prayer and through their own journey, others can come to see the truth perhaps even through you as an example of being an ambassador. You can be the difference and be that Christian that is not this judgmental Karen, but instead imitate and look like Christ. Be kind to the people who no one wants to sit with. Be loving to all, regardless of how much money they make or what they look like or where they live, because none of that matters in the grand scheme of things. It really doesn't. But what matters is the heart. What matters is the soul and what matters is what God says of them. And so when you are living in that way and then you see the benefits, oh my goodness. One, this relationship with God that is continuing to grow and to mature and to become fuller and greater and to the point where you too will be like, man, Jesus is just my best friend in the entire world and I just can't imagine and I never want to imagine a moment without him because it's a sincere joy the ecstasy that comes from just hanging out and being in his presence, whether he says a word or not, just being in his presence is a glowing multitude of kindness and acceptance and joy. And then you come in even more and it's like, man, he is letting me in on so many big things. One of my favorite things is if I'm having a difficult time with somebody, I ask the Lord to show me how they, how he views them. And what a blessing that you get this, you know, behind the scenes thing to get to love them as God loves them, you know. So I want to encourage you guys with that today and leave you with that challenge. Um, always up for receiving messages if you want to continue the conversation on those things. But this today was just to encourage you in your walk with God. And it's your walk with God. So live like a child of royalty. God bless.